Welcome to Pictures and Vagabonds, y'all. Uh, last time, on our last episode, we, you know what we did? We uh, we inspected a warehouse of potatoes for drugs, and that we kind of got caught, so we left. And then we went on our merry way to try and find the tavern that we were supposed to find. I believe it's called the Empty Gorilla. Yeah. Making and history check. That's no <laughs> history check on the intro, please. No. Anyway, um, it's called the Empty Gorilla. We were on our way, and we met this ogre slash giant thing that had recently killed the carriage. Um, killed the carriage. We very persuasively told it to go. We very persuasively told it to go kill itself and succeeded. <laughs> Pretty sure it did that. Um, and now we're escorting a kid to safety. Oh, and some, dude, and some dude showed up telling us that we would never be able to uh, fight Morden, and I told him to shoo. And he proceeded he to wrong. attack you. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. You forgot that. it's attack. Okay. Oh, snap. See, you did the intro, but I've got a really big word for word like intro to uh get Luke's character into it. Mm. So, I will proceed to do that. It's literally like two pages long. Oh, yes. Speed run. By the way, we have a new person. Indeed. Not really new. He's been playing us for playing with us for a while, but this is the first time he's, he's been playing us like a darn fiddle. This whole time. <laughs> this whole time. And I didn't even know. This is Luke. Uh, he'll be playing. I'm not uh, sure who, who he'll be playing, actually. No. Luke. You want to intro your character? <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh, I'm Eshno Aether. I'm a dragonborn. And uh, I'm also very religious, given the fact I'm a paladin. And I used to have a lot less health than I do now. Welcome but to Ventures and Vagabonds. Indeed. Take a quick swig of water. And now for the intro, like the in-game intro to where the game is started. And now this is like... The intro after the intro. <laughs> so, <laughs> if that's confusing, the, the too after, bad. The after intro. Bum, 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 after intro. This is the after party of intros. Anyway, we find David and Colrin camping out on the side of the road after spending the last few days in search of the Empty Gorilla Tavern, hoping to find more information regarding Morden and what can only be described as a plague prophesized to spread darkness and decay across the lands. No, well, not watched. a dark and wow. Not an evil darkness. Oh no. What will we do? Let's find out. Not again. Anyway, while on watch, David discovered that they were not alone, as a shadowy figure dressed in black robes and a scuffed bone white mask is sitting amongst them. A brief conversation <laughs> with this figure revealed his intentions, being that of the servant of Morden himself, attempting to persuade David and Corrin to return back to their homeworld of Orden. Although, David grudgingly declined his offer. Without a moment later, the campfire's flame was extinguished, as magical darkness encompassed the surrounding area of which David stood. Within a moment, the shadowy figure lunged forth from the now dispelled darkness, 
a blade of shadows in hand, attempting to strike. Oh no. Before suddenly, all went silent as the night became still frozen in time. We direct our attention not to David, but to another, not of this world, nor of this time. We find a dragonborn. Rally! Not rally! Not rally! Not rally! Not rally! Yeah! No! Yay! He's mad! Hey, Luke, do you want to play rally? No, 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 no. He's too powerful. He'd like break the game. Too powerful. We find, not rally, a dragonborn, a paladin of devotion known as Ejno bound to a tree alongside a familiar name, which was just spoken, but wasn't supposed to be, for reasons not mentioned. With a flicker of light, all becomes motionless, but one, all but Ejno, now freed from his burdens and fully equipped with whatever once was stripped from his person. All is silent for merely a moment before a celestial voice, a celestial voice is heard. Addressing the once bound uh -huh. paladin who stands before a figure of sound and light. Ejno of Orden, I am Legacy, celestial spirit of order, the one who has freed you from your bondage. I call upon you now in time of great need to travel to a distant land of which is not of this world, but another. Two heroes of this world yet of another time are in peril. For they face a great evil they do not understand, nor comprehend, as displayed by their sheer cockiness. Go to them, Ejno. Assist them in their journey to rid the darkness of this foreign world. For I call upon you to fulfill your sacred oath of devotion, to right the wrongs in which you have committed. But before you go, are there any questions? <laughs> um, I'm real quick. No. <laughs> Are there any questions? No questions? Alright, hold on. Is Rally a god? <clears throat> no, no He's questions. He's gonna be. I know what I must do. Very well. Wham! With a flash of light, it completely encompasses you, blinding you, before you immediately awake. And the same is seen for David and Colrin as he is immediately woken up by this. And the dark figure who was about to attack David has immediately stopped his attack. As he looks over at this figure who seems to be almost teleported with a blinding flash of light during the dead of night. As he stands a mere 20 feet away from David and Colrin's small camp. Ejno can see uh, David seemingly surprised as an attack, which would have hit him if not interrupted. And you also see Colrin, a, what is Colrin? He's an Azamar, a hooded Asimar. figure Asimar. sleeping in this camp who has just been awoken by this flash of light. So I have been a reasonably hot guy sleeping. <laughs> yep. And oh, wow. the idea. That's quite the description. Well, ASMR are unreasonably hot, so... I didn't that's realize true. that until recently. As, as, gen, as a general yeah. rule. I mean, yeah, that's fair. As but, a... No, I'm kidding. <laughs> as a... Oh, no, man. You spot a eight-foot-tall Goliath character, David, but you don't know his name yet, 
and Colrin, an unusual hot figure sleeping, mm. who has just been awoken, as well awaken. as a shadowy awoken. figure in dark robes with a shadowy blade in hand. It's awakened. Nope, in my world, we did this in the last episode. It's, it's awoken. awoken. It's awoken in my world. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It has awokenated. It has awoken. Yes, it has awokenated. <laughs> as you guys are awokenated. That's the new one right there. Awokenated. Uh, the shadowy figure kind of pauses before looking over at Ezno and looking back at David and says, Um, is he with you? I, I hope. I don't know him. Get back, heathen. Alright, real quick, what was the name of the... Try and kill me, what was the name of the dude me. who sent me? Uh, the name... I Make a history check. Legacy. You can't... That's cheating! Legacy. You're cheating! Oh. You can't tell I him I was just gonna say his name, but... <laughs> Alright. Legacy cop. <laughs> gold is... A god has sent me to this realm. As the don't shadowy know figure why I am here. is just like and he gave me the opportunity to ask. I don't know why I didn't, but I am here. The shadowy figure is just like, dang! Wait, wait, a a a god sent you? What? Something like that. Okay. Something in relation to my sacred oath. All right, well, if you'll excuse me, I'm going to kill this man now. As it is now initiative. Can I? Oh, wait, do I roll an initiative? That is... That's probably before, not what... Right after he says that. Like, Convince him. Rude. Say rude very convincingly. Rude. Intimidatingly. <laughs> can I? Why not? Uh, you can say rude. Nah, within the next six seconds, he will be attacking you if you don't roll initiative. You can't as a free yeah, roll initiative. All right. All right. I'll everybody roll. I'll roll initiative. That's a nat 20. First That's roll. That's 23. Bruh. I got a 15. What, what did you get, uh, Ejno? 23. You beat his nat 20. Because David got I 22 did. in total. Actually, yes. No. Cause I have a plus. Oh yeah, no, nope. That's Malin. Hold on. Yeah, you got you got uh, plus two to dexterity. Uh, plus three. Plus three, really? Plus three initiative. Oh, yeah. all right. Uh, I so mean, wait, did we tie? It's kind of a tie, but the app will just decide who goes first. Uh, Colrin, what did you get? Fifteen. Uh, Fifteen. All right. Uh, with that, up. Oh, looks like David's going first. Yeet. How close is he to me? Uh, the shadowy figure is right in front of you. Alright, how close is anybody else to me? Uh, Colrin's probably about 10 to 15 feet back, and Ezno's around 20 feet back. Uh, should be fine then. I'm gonna cast a fat thunder wave. Alright. Uh, third level. Third level thunder wave. Yep. All right. He's got to making... make a con save. Con save? That's a fail. Sick. Yes. Uh, that's 22 damage. Uh, as Oof. well as he is knocked back. Uh, how many feet? I believe 10 feet. 10 feet. Yep. 
as with the strum of the strings of this banjo, he a blast of sound comes out of it as he is flung back 10 feet <laughs> and taking 22 points of damage. All right, he is now prone. Uh, is that your turn? Yep. I, I'm right. gonna retreat somewhat, actually. All right, how much uh, feet you moving? I'm gonna go about 20. Ooh, Not all right. the full 30, but I'm gonna back up a decent bit. All right. As you back up a decent bit, uh, he's not, the shadowy figure is now not incredibly close to anybody. He's about, probably about 10 feet away from Colrin, as it is Ejno's turn. All right, um, is he close enough to hit? Uh, he is, you can make your way to him. All right, yeah, so I guess I will, um, roll to hit. All right. With my sun blade, by the way, just cause that's cooler than my other blade. As and I got an unnatural 20. Ooh. All right, yes. that is definitely gonna hit. As this lightsaber strap comes out as you wow swing at him. Wow. Uh, and some damage. That. We got eleven. Eleven points of damage. And you see, as you cut through him, he is instantly knocked to the ground, extremely bloodied almost sizzling with radiant energy. You get the idea that this radiant damage is extremely effective. Oh, do I have any radiant spells? No. Leg asp. He falls to the ground as he's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I will never make another leg As he coughs up blood. Time out. Time out. Time. Time. No. Time out. Who are you? What do you want? What are you doing here? Can I light him on fire? Wow, no. <laughs> uh, you can. It is your turn if Ejno's not going to do another attack or anything, any bonus actions um, or anything like that. I mean, I do get a bonus action. I'm going to, like, just kind of move in front of him. All right, yeah. He's not getting attacked. He's just a dude. Yeah. I'm, I'm not going to kill him unless I need to. Yeah. You step in front of... Or, uh, yeah, in front of Colrin, basically, to just blocking the shadowy figure from him. As the he's shadowy figure on the ground. Does Colrin need to have a direct uh, line to even hit him? Hold uh, up. Uh, with certain I don't think he does. With certain no spells, but <laughs> what are you using? <laughs> Immolation. Yeah, exactly. All right. Yeah. You want to you right. do that? Yep. Can I like, the spot. He tried also, to he tried to kill David. I don't know anything. I just woke up and saw him try to kill David. So we need yeah. information. We need I'm information. I might not have that much intelligence. I have enough intelligence for this. Alright, as Esno is yelling out, no no no, we need this guy. Are you gonna cast emulation? Uh is well, is his uh persuasion effective? Uh, I Am I going to actually have to roll persuasion for me to not make convince you to not burn check. a man alive? I'll make a wisdom saving throw. I mean, you don't have to. It's just whatever, on a scale of 1 to 20, how persuasive is this? And then you mm. can, you know, uh, you know. So do you want to make that a uh, persuasion roll? Um, I guess. All right, let's see. Persuasion. I roll a... 
four. A four. Just, he's like, just don't, just, just don't, just don't. Just, he's kind of just, just like just shaking yeah, his I finger, like, no, no, no. All right. <laughs> As no, you, guy who's no, not gonna no. kill him says what? <laughs> <laughs> that would be a nat twenty, where he's just bound to where he can't do it. It would. <laughs> but uh, with a flick of the lighter and a flick of the thumb, fire is emitted. Before he sees this, as he is like caught on fire for a second, as like, nope, as he casts a fifth level counter spell. What the heck? Wow. As uh, the maybe we shouldn't have done that, guys. Brighten up, but crazy. merely for a split Whoa. frame as it is instantly extinguished. Well, dang. Well, that was a waste. I mean, yeah, I mean, I told you you shouldn't have. To be fair, I did he tried warn you. to kill David. To be well, fair, you know I, I didn't am even indeed get a bound off. by my oath of. I don't even know who you are. I am bound by my oath of uh, devotion to not kill people who don't need killing just yet. He needs killing. He needs killing. He Does he? Kill me. Yes. Yeah. I mean, he, he tried. He explained quite a lot to me, and uh, I don't think we need him. We kill just him. Explain like more. Just, Can I persuasively just, tell Eshno to kill him? Explain more. All I'm saying is there's nothing in my oath that says you can't torture him. Can I persuasively <laughs> tell Eshno to torture <laughs> or kill him or whatever? Uh, you can make a persuasion him. check with disadvantage because he is a paladin who swore by an oath. So he's it's gonna be pretty difficult to persuade somebody like that. All right, first one forget that he has a 13 person. second one another 13 wow I rolled two sixes uh, with a, a 13 it's kind of persuasive you it probably don't as do gets the idea that he should probably deserve death but as he is sworn by his oath he does yeah. not feel you know like if anybody's gonna do it it's not going to be me exactly or it could. You could I'll totally do it. do it if you wanted to. You're just, you know, no. compelled not to. Yeah, pretty much. Killing me All right, will not so... make a difference. Oh, wait, who's trying to I am a mere I messenger. Have I have a rope. I could tie him up. Uh, it is technically what kind of messenger turn, kills but he used his recipients. He used his action to cast uh, immolation. So it would be the Morden Mage's mm -hmm. turn. And oh, he's right. not really doing anything. He's not? So yep. it'd go to me, right? Yep. Alright, I'm gonna walk over and slice him up with my longsword. Alright, David begins to approach. Esno, do you do anything about this? Um, I mean, I could take a quick look. I don't think torture is against the rules. Just, just... <laughs> give me... Just give me a quick second <laughs> right like, here, guys. You're pulling out the devotion manual. Like, let me check the fine print. <laughs> <laughs> Just thou shalt not commit torturing. Uh, I don't see it. Says, it says, thou shalt not murder, Just... not thou shalt not torture. I mean, it's written in... I mean, it's right there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Real quick. Opening my Bible. 
Oath of devotion. <laughs> Tenets of devotion. Honesty, courage, compassion, honor, oh, compassion. and duty. Oh, All right. uh, aid others, protect the weak, and punish those who threaten them. Show mercy Ooh. to your foes, but temper it with wisdom. I'm just going to... You show mercy to I'm him. I'm gonna ignore the show mercy part and focus on the punish those part. <laughs> I mean, it says punish those. I'm sleeping as, as close to as it says right there. It says punish. What can I say? See the one. See the one that says compel. That's just written normally, but the one that says punish. That's written in red. I mean, that's. I mean, that's. Bold. I mean, punish comes first. So I mean, I'll show him mercy late. It's like it's a checklist. Like it's like those ESV study Bibles where the words of Jesus are written in red. Yeah. <laughs> the oh rest is black ink. So I take it you kind of step to the side a little bit as David approaches with his sword drawn. Yeah. That's... As uh, that's David, as you get closer, uh, you hear the sound. Nope, this is my kill. As with a oh, strum, with right. a strum of the strings, you see the shadowy figure's head begin to almost vibrate. He's like, "What is oh, that ooh. sound?" At before, <laughs> as his head explodes before your eyes. I like how we all tried that. <laughs> I know, right? Dude, I know it all blended really well. We're all like, "Indeed." <laughs> I like how we all head. know what that sounds like, too. We probably yeah, should I mean, stop calling the banjo a guitar. It's like fleshy. As Colrin says audibly after a little bit of it gets on you. <laughs> With that, the body of this shadowy figure seems to almost melt, almost turn to sand as it kind of transforms from both sand to mist at the same time as it is almost soaked into the earth. Mm. Can I try to like scoop some up in like a little? Do I have any like little bottle or something? Uh, uh, from what you saw, it turned into sand, but then immediately turned into mist. So there doesn't seem to be any mm. residue. All okay. that remains is a. Well, actually, that doesn't even remain. That was part of the exploding head. I was gonna say the mask is still there, but that exploded. Oof. Cool, As you hear mask. the banjo say. Who's your daddy? I was thinking I'm like sure my... it was that or I'm I am Zavon who is in charge and I was like, you know what, that, that'll I'm work. I'm glad and horrified that I'm the <laughs> only one that is able to hear that. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Oh man! Oh, I was gonna say I, my guy's about to like cross himself or something. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. The, the banjo speaks only uh, within David's head. Oh, yeah. okay, makes sense. Do not makes call sense. it a guitar. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah, don't call it. It's a racial slur for it. Yeah. Uh, but with that, uh, what do you guys all do? The Go child, by the way, has awoken and has awoken. Get used to it. Oh my god! And gosh. is terrified. <laughs> I'm gonna drive all the way to your house, North Carolina, Georgia. <laughs> That's like and... what a six-hour drive. 
Did you just say North Carolina, Georgia? Oh, like the root. I was so confused. Yeah. I'm so sorry. No, the state, and North Carolina, Georgia. I'm, it's a weird state. Oh, yeah, I was going to be like, what kind of town is named after a <laughs> North Carolina, Georgia. Wait a second. Wait just that a minute. That doesn't make sense. If hey, I, I mean, the, I, I live really close to a city that is literally named after a country. So yeah. That's fair. If I was chaotic evil, I'd give the child a shroom and send him to bed. <laughs> <laughs> this will no. make the pain go away. This will make the pain. Uh, these are very interesting shrooms. Oh, yeah, they no. don't just get it's you high. Tasty. They kind tasty. of kill you on. It's, uh, yeah. Oh man. They kind of kill you on impact. I mean, if it just kind of kills you, then it's okay. Yeah, there's mostly dead, and then there's dead. Yes. But, uh, exactly. It is probably around 6 o'clock. Not even 6. It's probably around 3 in the morning. Still the I need dead a of long night. rest. Yeah, you haven't completed that long rest. You probably need to keep catching those Zs. Hitting up those Zs, am I right, fellas? Yeah, yeah, I'm probably just going to do that and let David talk to Eshinel and figure out who he is because he doesn't really, I mean, seem like much of a threat. All right, David proceeds to catch some Z's. Z. Yo, that one, that one got away, dude. Oh, oh yep, yep, missed that one. <laughs> That is the dumbest joke. You were 100%. I had to. I was legally obliged. But, uh, David, as you know, small child who's scared to death and scarred for life, what do you guys do? I tell the child to go back to sleep. The child kind of plops over, still okay. uh, knees tucked in. As it has its eyes if wide open. If I you're scared to pretend your mommy is alive. What do you is. want to cast on it? Yeah. It's a guy, right? I don't remember. It is it's a an male. As far as you can tell, did you ask the child's pronoun, huh? Dude, um, what if it's a they? What if it's a they? What's in the pants? Okay. <laughs> okay, make your perception uh, yeah, check. Ask that, ask the... <laughs> is it a girl? Ask the child. Ask the child. This is a family friendly. I don't know whether. I think you're going to have to edit that out. Now it's not just copyright. I think you're going to have to edit that out. Okay. My littlest. My littlest sister watches the podcast. Okay. Yeah. She's okay with everything else, but I think I'm going to need to bleep some stuff. But, just, uh, just bleep it. Yeah. Don't, don't yeah, even, yeah. Just gonna have to get rid of it. Don't that. even mute it. Just bleep. All oh, right. Yeah. Um, what am, what am I rolling? Don't roll. Just, it's a dude. All right. It's a dude. <laughs> okay. It's a dude. But dude is gen- yeah, okay. All right. Uh, no, it's a dude. T- dude's a gender neutral. You decide then. You have the power. <laughs> it's a, it's a, it's a, all right. It's a male. It's a homie. It's a male. It's a homie. There we go. It's a it's a hermaphrodite. <laughs> it's a something. Well, the, the scary dude. thing is, if David wanted him to be a female, he could probably convince her to be a female. This oh is gosh. true. 
Anyway. Uh, so what are you what are you casting on the child? Uh, catnap is not. Oh, the spells right? actually come into play. Yo, so he's actually going to use that one. You cast catnap as the child dozes off for ten minutes and then wakes up with the ability of a short rest. Still tired because it's not a long rest. Catnap, isn't it an yeah, awesome but spell? Yeah, this time he's calmer, so... He is calmer. He is a lot more droopy, and he'll probably doze off pretty soon. Sick. Awesome. But, uh, David, what I do mean, you do about... So I guess I should probably get myself acquainted with these guys. Probably, just crazy. for convenience. So, what are you? What are you doing here? How may I help? Um... Well, if you're here to help, that's great, because honestly, we need it. So there's this dude, spirit, celestial, deity, I don't know, something that is wanting to completely destroy this whole world with a plague. Uh, his name good. is Morden, and we're trying to figure out information about him and how to, how to take him down. Okay, that is definitely not good. We should we should work together on this. It we is should. a checks watch. Doesn't have a watch. Because watches don't exist. Just pulls up his watch wrist. Watch doesn't have a watch. Looks at the sky. <laughs> <laughs> Looks at wrist. Hmm, my wrist is dark. This is mean it is sleep time. Be right back. I fall asleep. Wow. As he runs to get orange juice. Um but yeah, that's the that's the basic rundown of it. Uh, you know, of any way to help, be much appreciated. Um, sure. This seems like an honorable task. Great. You mind taking watch? I'm tired. <laughs> no, I your don't character already slept. You've already. Uh, I was just attacked. So like a short rest, just like a little nap. All right. I mean, yeah, you don't. Uh, you could take a long. Well, no, nah, it would already be day, unless you're going to sleep through some of the day or at least rest. But uh, with that, you guys spend the next few hours of the night with Ejno on watch, now acquainted with the party, as David just rests, just kind of just just rests. Just for a, a short amount of time. Just, just, just rests. Yep. And with that, the sun begins to turn to its orange phase as it <sighs> brightens up the surrounding area. What I miss? Here comes the sun. Da -da -da -da. And we're sued again. Good job. <laughs> Darn it. We oh, got one lawsuit, no more. Anyway. How many, uh, people, how many guys with that I right. assume you guys pack up this small camp you've set up and yeah, prepare for sure. the journey what happened while I was gone uh, uh nothing nothing really that right. I don't think needs a recap is Wait. it dawn uh it is dawn it is early sunrise I'll send a uh, picture this sure. is where you guys are right now just exiting the mountain pass 1d6 oh, wow. plus 4, that's 
nine. Yeah, that's plenty. Yep. Well, considering there was no, uh, <clears throat> it's called no tavern over here. Uh, no tavern. Yes, yeah, so we were looking for a tavern. We were hoping. What kind of place is this? I don't know, man. It's Dude. we're we're not from There's around here. Be between Mount Ten and Mount Ten. That's true. Mount Ten and Mount Ten, but it seems we were lied to. So let's head to the main city. See if Cordivia. Cordiv. All right. See if they got anything useful. As you guys proceed to, I assume as a group, steadily make your way toward Cordiv, having to wake up the child as it preferred to sleep in. I'm just going to carry him. As right. I like how, we're, how you keep calling it it. It. <laughs> it has yet to be confirmed. Anyway, uh, you guys continue on your journey toward the city of Cordiv, passing the sign that stated it is 25 miles away. As you guys okay. continue moving through this small countryside, primarily fields, some slight hills, and a pine tree every now and then. I'm gonna get to know Eshno on the trip. Alright. We have many things to discuss. Wow! What is your story? Um... I don't have a backstory, to be honest. Uh, oh. I was dead, but now I'm not. Yeah, for simplicity, oh. it's you don't really remember your backstory because the fire kind of, you know, it's, it's all hazy. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> uh. So I woke up and there's this dude standing over us and he's like, what's up, homies? Y'all were dead. We're like, oh, that's rad. And then, yeah. Indeed, it sounds very uh, radical, as you say. I love this I love this actually <laughs> I forgot I forgot how he talks but this is amazing yeah I decided to uh, I said to do a little, just a little bit of research Mr. Slav like, yeah no I just went with an accent yeah if I'd start trying to do an accent, I don't know Third what it would character. be, but at some point it would end up being like Indian or something. No, no, no. I'm <laughs> sure you got your character voice. I think everybody's got their character voice. Yeah. Hello, I am. Uh, I, I don't know. I tried using a character voice name. in the like earlier uh, in the earlier campaign, and at first it was like Australian, then it went to like Russian, then Indian, Just and then it stuck the on place. Indian. For I remember a while. that. I mean, uh, Rowley's was like, Rowley's was hard to maintain. Cause it was like, oh yes, hello, my name is yeah. Rowley. Deep voices. And then it, do eventually, you like I just couldn't continue it the entire <laughs> yeah. time. It's like how you so could I technically do not. a scratchy voice, but like also, ah, yes. why? Yeah, no, oh, I man. think I started doing that the first game, and then it was terrible, and I only sometimes did it anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but, no. Uh, as you guys continue walking through the countryside, you walk probably about 20 miles before it begins to get dark once more, before it gets much later out in the day. 
you can see the city out in the distance as it kind of comes down to a, a, a gradual slope over time as you're built up much higher than the city is regarding a sea level. And mm -hmm. you could see that you wouldn't have to push very long, maybe only a few hours into the night before you actually arrive at the city. So say, if you want to, if you want, yeah, if you want to just push through the night, you can. Your characters are tired and would need uh, a long rest. And I don't believe you guys would be able to take watch and still gain the benefit of a long rest. So you'd either all have to sleep or something else. Well, there are three of us now. Yeah, but with the amount of time it would take to march through the night, you wouldn't have, or you would have to sleep in the day for a little bit. Mm. So I guess continue to the city. Yeah, why not? Alright. As the child just sleeps on David's back, you guys push toward the main city another couple of miles. Oops, that was the wrong dice. Alright. Uninterrupted, as you guys finally begin to approach <laughs> the large city walls, which seem to stand up probably about 40 feet high. As you approach, you can see the lights of many torches lined up across, moving, that would uh, relate to probably guards patrolling the uh, city walls. And as you approach what you can assume to be the north gate, or no, it's probably the east gate. No, west gate. Full 360. Wait. All right, let me just look up on the map. No, no, no. It's like it's like kinda. It's like the southwest. It's the southwest gate. Southwest. Yeah. Southwest gate. Okay. Doesn't. All right, we think we got it, guys. Begin to approach as the portcullises. Is that right? Portcullis. Yeah, it's portcullis. I don't even want to say it wrong. You could say portcullis. There is no. I'm pretty sure there's no castle that has multiple. Guess what? This one's got two. I've got it written down. This one's got two of them. Wow. Wow. I've got it I mean, written down right here. Hold on, wait. But uh, you guys Plural approach. They are raised. Of portcullis. Yeah, it's portcullis. Is that the plural? Portcullises. There we go. Portcullises. <laughs> As you guys oh, just, walk through it's the, SES at we're the calling episode. we're calling I mean, it, it portcullises now. As you guys walk through the portcullises, you now stumble into the massive city. You can immediately spot a large castle with walls surrounding it, and around the uh, dead center, there are three rivers that seem to run through the city, with bridges built all around them to allow travel throughout the different districts of this massive city. As well as the city is nice. quiet, with the occasional group of guards patrolling the night. But while you guys are in the city I, at night, what do you guys do? I approach. I approach a nearby guard. All right, you guys approach a nearby huddle of guards that seem to just be patrolling. I, I, don't, I don't. I don't know what they're doing. This is just me. We are not so, a threat. <laughs> you come screaming <laughs> as you run you toward them. Said. No, but yeah. uh. Um, we are harmless. I, we are harmless. I, I'm specifically looking for a place to get this kid to, because like, I do not have a firearm in my pocket. I'm not taking. I am care not of this committing kid. a crime. I am not committing a crime. Yep, that's how this city works. You gotta always announce that, or else you're gonna get speared. 
<laughs> but uh, someone just like stops stops to sneeze. Ah, chew speared through the chest. <laughs> but uh, David, what do you say to this group of guards? Hey, uh, could would one of y'all be able to help me out with something? Uh, certainly, it's very late. It's past curfew. What do you need? Oh, I didn't realize there was curfew. I'm sorry. I'm from out of town. Um, oh, it's perfectly we, all right. We encountered a... Not even sure what he was. Is either an ogre or a giant far over by Mount Tun, I believe. And we found this child uh, as the only survivor from the wreckage. Oh, that's, and that's horrible. I was wondering if there's a place... Yeah, I, I was wondering if there's a place uh, that could take him in. Because we're not really the parental types. Oh, um, certainly. You can uh, you can leave the child with us and we'll, we'll find a place for it. <laughs> How convenient. <laughs> uh, thank you very much. I, I help him off my back and... And tell them, all right, these guys are going to take care of you. Go with the nice guards. The child might have heard you, but doesn't seem to open its eyes. I wake him up because I will not have him. Vigorously, I will not. I will not have. I will not have this child wake up and be like, "Where am I? <laughs> Where am I?" <laughs> but it's a very old child or a very possessed child. <laughs> well, sometimes children are just like that. But uh, yeah. with droopy eyes, the child wakes up and kind of just nods its head. Not sure if it understood you, understand. you but it just seems to be rolling with it. As the one of the guards uh, hands his spear over to another and picks up the child as they seem to right. walk away escorting it. Cool. Sweet. Uh, is there an inn near here or a tavern in this city? Uh, in fact, there is. You spot... Is there an inn called... Oh, wait, are we still talking to the guards or... Uh, no, the guards have left. Oh, okay, never mind then. Never mind then. Alright. Uh, you spot to the left of you, conveniently, a inn. It's not a tavern, it's just an inn called the Natural Night Elf. Oh, it's my favorite kind of night elf. Yeah. Opposed to those that unnatural name has some connotations. Okay, I know what. Like. This is a random this was a random tavern generator. <laughs> and I was like, okay, that can mean a few things, but you know what? It it's just it nah. Nah, fam. Nah. <laughs> Don't read into nothing. But that is what you see. You know, if you want to look around for a different place, you can. That one might not, you know, fit your liking. I'm just, I'm, 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 nah, I'm too tired for this. I'm going inside. All right. You guys proceed to go inside the tavern, uh, not the tavern, the inn. As you do see, there's somebody uh, behind a main counter area. Seems to be a elf, an elf woman. As you guys approach. Okay. I really want to say something. Not gonna. Anyway. Um, <laughs> I can already imagine hello. several things to say. 
None of them are good. Oh, there. No, no. Bleep it out. Um, nope. Bleep. Bleep it, bleep it out. Um, yeah. Mishaps and misogyny, part two. Um, <sighs> anyway. Um, y'all, y'all have some rooms for rent? Uh, certainly. Um, how, how many rooms? I don't know if they will share a room or not. We want one room. room. No, I'm kidding. I need my own room. <laughs> yeah. I don't know about them. We'll I'm take three for, rooms, please. I'm not paying for them. I'll pay for uh, me and Ashna. All right. Uh, it's around five silver a room. As I assume you guys uh, pay All right. the All right. Sounds as she I'll lists off the uh, the uh, room numbers that you guys are in. <laughs> oh gosh! Psychic I'll damage. Over, uh... <laughs> yeah. You uh, take you take one d eight psychic damage. Really? Yeah. Right. You thought I was joking. You thought I was joking. You take seven points of psychic I... damage. Let this be a warning. Because. It's psychic. That that's a lot of damage for. It is it is mind wrenching. As I assume you three head up to your room, or rooms. Yes, I hand over a gold piece. All right, you guys, all head up to your rooms, and sleep for the night within the city of Cordiv. Hope you enjoyed this episode of Ventures and Vagabonds. If you guys want to support us, you can leave a review on Apple Podcasts or you can share it with others. As always, socials will be down in the description in case you guys want to give us direct feedback with either Twitter or Instagram. Of course, be sure to check out our other episodes as we usually upload twice a week, if not more. Anyway, hope you guys have a good rest of your day. See you next time. <laughs>